Hey everyone, welcome to the Nerdy Barhead Podcast. Uh, happy holidays. I hope everybody had a uh, good holiday. Um, this episode actually was... It's been kind of... I've been tossing back and forth about... Am I going to do something that's owed to the last 10 years? As it's a decade, last, probably the last episode of the decade... Or am I going to talk about just the weekend or just the year of 2019? It was a lot, um, a lot of back and forth for me because actually I really didn't know what to do or how to, <coughs> sorry, <coughs> handle the episode. Got a part of me still a little bit under the weather, but we're going to go through this. Um, so if, what I decided was instead of trying to, uh, accumulate a list of the best of the best which I which I worked on diligently it's it's done but I just I felt after I finished it that if you're picking the best movies of the last 10 years you're missing out on a lot because sometimes it's just like time budget technology just things play huge factors into why things were when they were but I did felt like I should point out like just a few movies, um, talk about ones that I that I, when I went through that I seen, ones that I felt kind of changed cinema for me personally. Uh, these will be personal lists, so I mean I think everybody has their own top ten. I don't think there's anybody that looks at a list and says, "Wow, you got my one to ten perfectly right." So. That's just to hope you understand, go into that understanding. But um, yeah, before I do that, let's talk about. Um, I actually watched the second season of uh, Netflix original series You, which follows a crazy guy following a girl. And, you know, every element of stalking that you could think of plays out here. But the character that he plays, Joe or will in the second season they they it, it it teeters on you almost not feel sorry for him but you're you, there's super empathy because you're just like Matt if he could just slow himself down and kind of just be honest to himself he might not feel that he wants to kill or do anything to anybody or stalk anybody but it's just <clears throat> You find out more in the second season um, what he's been through. And then you realize that he's been chasing a ghost as well for his whole life as an adult. So very layered second season. So definitely one to check out. Um, so yeah, I went through that. I, um, <clears throat> I watched um, Kevin Hart's documentary as well and um it was very interesting like you know like it's for me you see the you see one end of it when stories come out when things happen right like when it happens to a celebrity the first thing you think of is like well they're a celebrity they'll be okay and most likely they'll be okay financially so yeah the um 
the burden for things for them <clears throat> are a little bit easier to handle, you would think. But um, no, it affects everybody. And it not only affects the people right in front of you, like it doesn't, like not only the, the, the artist that it's happening to or actor, actress, whatever, and their immediate family, but it affects who they employ. Because if this, if this shit crumbles, excuse me, none of us got a fucking job. So it now becomes like, you're human, but in order to keep everything floating, there's perfection has to be there. And there's always going to be a time when it's not perfect or something happens. It doesn't have to be big as a cheating scandal. It could be just one night you got super drunk and punched somebody in the face. And then it's like, you know what I mean? Like, it could be anything. And it was interesting to see how they handled the, um, how they handled all of it. Like, how they, how they came back above it, came through it, you know, like, just how it, just how it affected everything. So, um... <clears throat> And then it's, it, but it was great. It was great to see. It's great to, he really did, they did a great job. It was maybe for them something that um, they're working on for, and didn't expect, obviously, the cheating scandal to, 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 to lead it. But it's, but they want to show, like, the hard work that he's done. And aside from there, <clears throat> that scandal, there was a time when he, got into a big fight with his personal trainer like he, like there's in there there's bout there's bouts and moments where he Kevin Hart just kind of just has a moment you know and a lot of times when we look at them we see them on TV and we're like oh this is awful he's an awful person everybody has moments Right, there's things that are happening, things that happen in your life, things that are happening around you that in a sense they they break down your blind like the way like you can like sh- like shoulder negativity when a lot of it hits, it's like a chink in the armor for a second, and it's blinking, and sometimes you fire out and or do something it's not in your best. You normally would have not done that. It's out of character, but it's just because there's so much. That's why it's so important to, I think, and something that I'm taking into 2020 is to document and journal things. There's so much happening in this world all the time. Like, a lot. And I think it's important that these, like, you are writing in a journal, you're expressing things out, you're putting things that are in your mind onto the paper, positive, negative. One, it's different when you do that because then you get to see it on the, on the paper and you could, the reaction could be different or you could like look at it and be like, oh, it's not that, not that big of a deal. <clears throat> things of that nature. That's number one. And number two, it's just get it out get it out get everything that you need to get out and assess things a little bit better i think that's a big thing for 2020 is everything's getting more expensive things are getting harder 
I personally think that there's a kind of what you would call like a shutout for just the, just the norm as they want as businesses want to keep people as consumers at a certain level. So I think it's important to assess things. This is going to be that year. Assess every everything. Assess everyone. Right? Like assess the situation. Look at it. Look at it holistically. Look at where you are. Look at who you are. Because you, know you should know yourself. And what is it doing to serve you? And what are you doing to serve it? And make the sound decision. I mean, I have, like, you know, that's a big thing. And that's why I'm saying it. But that's something that I'm really going to um, take into consideration. And try to keep that going beyond next year. And that's a big thing too. Like you set goals. That people set goals and stuff for the new year. You want to set goals for life. I, I personally think like not just okay. Twenty twenty. I'm going to be in the gym because when if you stay the course, sometimes you might be like, okay, now I look the way I want. I don't have to go to the gym as much. I think the lifestyle choices are bigger. You want to make the choice to eat healthier. It's a gradual commitment. It's not right away. It's not a snap of the finger. It's something that might take you a year just to figure out. And you and you don't want to feel like you're not going to make it. So then you're just going to quit. So I always think about realistic goals. Um, and trying to make lifestyle changes. You know? So... Right now, I'm just going to go into a quick kind of 2019 review just of the year. It's just um, it's going to be not really, I can't say super random. Not all of it's going to be on movies. We're going to do the movie thing right after, but this was a, I wanted to start with uh, just the year in review of things. And, you know, like, you know, first thing, um, April 15th. Um, the Notre Dame Cathedral was burning. Um, it's, it was honestly when you looked at the pictures and you seen it, it was it was something. I mean, I couldn't I couldn't believe it. You know, you couldn't. You're looking and you, yeah, you just couldn't. Re- I couldn't believe that was happening. Um, I. You know, you, you you watch things in movies and stuff. You see things burn. You, but when you see that, you realize that there are some people that this monument, this place, is like sacred for generations, and it was burning. How that could feel? Um, I, you know, in the summer, my high school that I went to, uh, York Memorial Collegiate, it burnt. And watching it on TV, it felt like a part of you was leaving because there may never be people to walk the hall. So the legacy of where you were has is done. It's basically just going to be a memory, right? It's only school. That school is only going to be known as a school that burnt. And I think that's a hard thing when you've put so much into it. And uh, I mean, and this year on the. Uh, Christmas was the first time that cathedral wasn't open so 
second time. It wasn't open in history. So, yeah, that was a, that was a big thing. And then um, next thing was the Wrath of Dorian. Remember, the hurricane that ripped through the Bahamas on September 1st. You know, there's 60 people died, 600 people missing, $7 billion worth of damage. It was it was catastrophic, man. It was it was just like, you know, it was it's one of those things where Mother Nature at any given time could take away what you feel is is, is can never go away. And you know, like I I I don't even can't even comprehend what people must have went through at that time just you're just trying to survive you can't find family members you know and it's it's it goes to it goes to show um just how precious and how fragile life is you know if you're not taking care of yourself if you're not taking care of others if you're not you know if you're not doing these things, you know what I mean? What are you doing it for? If at any given moment, Mother Nature's course of action, you can't withstand that. If she, if, if, if the Earth decides today that it's going to heat up Canada by 20 degrees, you think you'll love it, but how much people will be affected by it because the weather never changes. That's genetically in people's DNA for cold weather. So, you know, it's something, it's pretty, um, it was pretty devastating that, um, you know, and next thing is, and it's been still ongoing, is the standoffs in Hong Kong. Um, I don't know a whole bunch on it, and I think the reason that I didn't read so much on it is because filtered news isn't always the best news. So... You know, it's, um, it's just something that um, it's just something that you 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 want to see them resolve. I mean, when you look at it, and I look at it from where I am, and you're just like, okay, I understand that, like, I understand the injustice that's going on, but what I but well, for me. What I want to know is why can't grown men and grown women look at each other and be like, yo, we know what we're doing. We know exactly what we're doing. If we keep um, doing this, people are going to die. People are going to get hurt. The same people that we want working for us are going to get hurt. We're putting ourselves in, in a in a bad position and you just wonder like why can't they just pull back the curtains and kind of like be honest with themselves and I think that's something that politics especially yeah like like they just don't that's something that they'll never do it's side by side let's argue the law and let the chips crumble right if you went in there and you said well if you do that a thousand people are going to die their, their response will be like, well, the numbers show a million people will will 
have better opportunity to live and losing 500 to helping a million it's great numbers so it's whatever so it's 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 rough it's it's rough system altogether um yeah so what else happened in the this year oh I don't like to really talk about Donald Trump, but I think my Trump moment of this year was when he tried to show the weather pattern and say that Dorian was not going to the Bahamas, but instead was going to Texas, and he wanted more money so he could build the wall. That, that to me, Donald Trump moment, number one. Um, you know... Um, What else happened here? Spike Lee won an Oscar. Black Klansman. That was a big one. I mean, he got the honorary one. And he's been... He's been there. And I think there's a lot of movies that probably could have won. It didn't. But I'm happy to see him get that one. Uh... You know that was a it was a that was a big thing. It was. It was, you know, a lot of it's the Oscars kind of like, feeling that they they have to recognize certain things, and there was the Oscars so white campaign and it was losing ratings and things like that and it was like okay, we've got to like, take a lens back and we got to really like, start to look, and. I feel like. I feel like that. I think I think that's a a big thing with with all companies. I think you know, like it's always good to kind of you know assess yourself. Are we doing enough? Is everybody feel included? Let's let's go talk to the people. Let's figure it out, and even show them that there's an attempt to always put them first. I think that's um, that's a big thing. Um, Oh, what else happened? These are random. I'm not. These are not like in any number or anything like that. The um, Felicity Huffman and the scandal to uh, with her with the college students. So the bunch of like celebrities, famous rich people, that were basically paying um, someone. And they were giving their kids sports scholarships, even though these kids were not athletes. And it was a big thing. And I personally, like, it's so crazy because you could have just probably just paid the school to just, or just pay for them to go to school. You're telling me that the money that you've made wasn't enough to pay for them to just go to school like you had to do and take scholarships away from actual athletes that are like working hard and participating in just yeah they part- they, they want to go they want to go to the school they want a scholarship and they can't because there's richer people paying for their kids to get that scholarship and the kids don't play the sport I thought that was absolutely disgusting um the other I can't remember the lady's name that's the full house lady um but she, she, she didn't. Felicity often pled guilty. Go do your time. I did the wrong thing. 
that she decided she was going to plead innocent and she's probably facing twice, three times the amount of years for C. Hoffman is, you know, if you do the crime, you got to do the time. I could talk about Takashi 69 but see, my only thing is, and this is about that situation is, you knew what those people, what they were doing, right? You jumped around, you paraded with them, you claimed to be as gangster or gangster with them. So for you to turn around and be able to point the finger and get like barely any time, that's fucked up. Because who knows how many lives of people you've affected, hurt, and changed because you were famous and they were behind, and they looked like they were behind you. So that should all have been accounted for. Sorry. I, I don't even like to even address it at all. Um, just going through my notes here, guys. Just give me a second. Sometimes you write a bunch down and you're just like, I don't even want to talk about that. <clears throat> um, yeah, so... Besides the Takashi 69 thing, another thing... Well, we could talk about the like streaming services. That's been a big thing, you know. Um, Apple TV, uh, Disney Plus, and entered in the game, and they're both doing their thing. I personally like the content that's on Apple TV. I think it's very good at television. It's not as the same as how. Netflix originals are. They're not the same. It feels like these shows could actually just go on television and work with commercial breaks. <clears throat> Which could be a thing down the line if they want to put them on there and have them syndicated on television. Which wouldn't be a bad idea. And then, hey, if you want to, if you want to watch it uncensored and unsyndicated, four ninety nine, come watch it. Or five ninety nine, come watch it on Apple TV. Um, Disney greatest back catalog and I think with the Mandalorian leading into Clone Wars and having the chance to like connect new things having a chance to explore TV show series connecting to movies and all encompassed on one platform so we don't have to go around and search for it is going to be very big. I think Netflix's next thing, Netflix has to keep just making these originals. Scoop up a couple game ones, secure rights from books. You are big studio, Netflix. Everybody else is trying to catch big studio Netflix. So what you have to do is be big studio. Make big, big movies, crazy TV series, pump them out, pump the consistency. There's never going to be, excuse me, there's never going to be a clear and decisive winner because different people like different things, but quality of content is going to play a huge role in who's winning this one. Um, Apple, Amazon, these guys don't even like, they sell computers and one is a, you can ship shit everywhere. So they're, they're different players in the game. They still have to compete, 
but it's not their bread and butter. They can pull out from this at any time, and it wouldn't even matter. Um, yeah, the U.S. decided to put a tobacco ban, raise the price, so now you can't smoke till you're 21 years old in, in America. Which I thought was I thought was an interesting thing. I didn't think America. Would, I didn't think, you know what? I didn't think they cared that much. But the whole thing with with, uh, with vaping became a big deal. So these vape pens, they liquefy, and it was like flavored tobacco. And they said it was supposed to be like one of the best things for um, to get rid of smoking. You come to find out later that these big tobacco companies actually owned the vaping companies. Vaping was way more worse than smoking cigarettes. And because they were, you know, they made it that way, but they're like, hey, you know, when you feel like you want a cigarette, take a pull of a vape, put it down. They didn't think it would get into the hands of young teenagers so fast. And they got addicted to just the oral fixation of the vape. And they were vaping cartridges, maybe one and a half to two cartridges a day. And a cartridge of and a vape pen is a pack of cigarettes. So these 14 to 19-year-old lungs were smoking a pack of cigarettes a day, vaping in class, hiding it in their shirt. It was, it's, it, it's been pretty intense. And, and I know I've been reading a lot of articles on it and... It's just been like it. They were talking about actually, and then Netflix has has this documentary series. I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head, but when I do remember it, I will definitely blurt it out somewhere in here. Actually, I won't blurt it out. I'll put it on my Instagram so that you can see it. Because if I blurt it out talking about something else, I'm like, oh, it's not gonna make any sense. But um, they explained that this is the second time the tobacco industry has done this. They did it, I believe it was in the 60s, 50s or 60s. And they just took their advertising and they they took it and they targeted children. They tried to hook 12 to 18 in that range. They tried to hook them on smoking, just like they did with the jewel pen. They made it look like it's a USB key. It's more flashy. This is geared towards young kids smoking. This is not for you who's older that smoke cigarettes for an alternative. No, we want you to still smoke cigarettes. Still smoke your cigarettes. Um, but that was... That was a big thing. Um, Justin Trudeau... I'm not going to talk about that, that thing that he was acute with in the accusing thing or his blackface thing. But he did something personally for me that killed him. He banned single-use single straws, plastic straws. And I think that's a great. I, I believe that you have to do, as government, as people, you have to do your best to try to preserve what we have, Right? It's not only for you. There's generations that are going to fall after you. And I think that they need to get as much of the, of the world that you did. Um, but A&W has these straws. They're like paper straws. The paper straws crumble. 
inside of your root beer. They don't taste good. They make the root beer taste different. It feels like nobody did the research to figure out what's the best thing for us to use here. That's the problem that I have. We got metal straws at home, so we're good. But the problem that I have is when you took away those plastic straws, why did you not have some people say, okay, these paper straws make things taste different. So maybe we should do it. What we should do is promote the use of buying reusable straws, single straws. You know, promote those, like show people that those things are, where are they? Let's, let's think about things in more steps than just banning it. Because banning it a lot of times is like a headline. Do you want a headline or do you want a lifeline? That's what I call That's what I think it is. So, yeah, I, I, I don't, um, I don't like A&W Strauss. Speaking of A&W, Beyond Meat Burger. That was a year before, was 2008, but the, the, sorry, the Impossible Burger is the one that they call it now. Um, I, listen, they're good. They're not an everyday thing, and I think people need to realize that, and I think people need to make sure that they, the caution, they, the, there's a lot of caution around um, just eating, it's, it's still fried, it's still got a lot, so there's a lot of caution around there. So, um, what else is 2019? Oh, let's just do this. Kawhi, won, Kawhi and the Toronto Raptors won the NBA championship. Um, I personally got to go to game six of the semis against Sixers, I was at the bounce. It was Mother's Day, and I need, and I was thinking about gifting my fiance, and then my boy who has season tickets was like, "Hey, I got these tickets," and I'm like, "Oh, this gift is perfect." Little did I know that it was going to be wrapped in a bow of a last second shot by Kawhi Leonard. Let me tell you. People ask me about that. I tell them the same thing all the time. When the shot went up, the whole arena was silent. You heard all four of those bounces loud. And then the ball went through the hoop. You heard the net. And the crowd erupted. It was one of the biggest moments. I know a lot of people seen game six um, against the... um, Golden State, and you've seen that, them actually win the championship, but man, that one rocked, that one, that goes down history, I even got the, uh, for Father's Day, was it Father's Day, I think it was Father's Day, yeah, for Father's Day, I got the actual pictures in a frame of the shot, the official NBA pictures, and for Christmas, I got another plaque that has all the scores for each series and two collective coins. It's like a Raptors shrine in here. But that was the first time the Raptors have won. That's the first time the championship has been out of uh, America 
And it was a great team. I mean, even with Kawhi gone, this team is still right there. I mean, right now they're weathered with injuries. It's tough to watch, but they're right there. I mean, and it's a test. It's a it's a thing to MLSE and Misai Jerry and that brass that never get never die attitude and the players that they bring in. They're just tough, smart, high IQ basketball players, and they are patient enough to work with them to bring them to their best. So this team will be good for years to come. Maybe not winning a championship in the next two, but they're still going to be right there and they're still going to be competing. Um, Keep sticking with sports. The Nationals won the world, their first World Series. Um, why this was amazing was um, their star player or former star player, Bryce Harper. I think it was Bryce, yeah. He left and went to Cincinnati saying that he needed to go on a team that had a chance to win the World Series, that this team did not have a chance to win. And they ended up winning the World Series. So, and you didn't, which I thought was amazing. So, hats off to them. Um, St. Louis Blues. At one point of the season, they were the worst worst team in um in the NHL and they went from worst to to championship they went and got a they went and got a goalie from the uh minors brought him up and won the championship which i mean doesn't always happen like that but congratulations to them as well um some big movies 2019 Said, yeah, so, you know, for me, some of the biggest ones um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I mean, anytime Quentin Tarantino gets behind the camera, it's uh, super epic. And I thought this one was, when I watched it, I thought it was really, really good. It was, it, you know, you're looking, like, I think I, at, at moments, I, the first watch of it, at moments, I was like, it's, it's not really clicking for me like a Quentin movie. And when I watched it the second time, I was like, okay, I kind of see these characters are developed really, really well. And Leo does a great job. So does um, Brad Pitt. But they just, like, it's just, it's, it's absolutely amazing. I mean, it's something to check out if you haven't already. Um, you know, you got Avengers Endgame. I mean, probably one of the I was super emotional when Tony Stark died. It is what it is. It was, it was the one person that I didn't want to go, and <laughs> for some reason, and it was that 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 watching that moment, you're just like, man, did did this did the twenty two movies that Marvel put out of all this action accumulate into you watching? one of the characters die and you just feel like you, it ruined everything ruined your life it was it was pretty intense man and it and it it goes that that's their rap so for me it's like what do you do next you've got like so many characters in all these marvel comics that stanley and others created that you could visit that will probably look good on the screen 
So I'm curious to see what's next. But yeah, Endgame was really up there for me. As was The Lion King. I thought The Lion King was the perfect live-action adaptation where you didn't try to reinvent anything. You just told the story the way the story was. You may have added some ad-libs and some, some you know, but you, you made sure that if I watched both of them side-by-side, side, I'm not wary of anything. And I think a movie like Aladdin, for me, kind of didn't do that. It kind of tried to make it its own. And I mean, I think it was the style of Guy Ritchie's is kind of trying to make it his own. And I think it lost a lot of people. It was good, but it was lost. Uh, Toy Story 4 again was great. I mean, all four of them have been amazing. This one was nonetheless, you know, just as amazing as the others. So Quill is another great movie. Um, Captain Marvel. I mean... You know, it's it's you you you're looking for when they make one that doesn't click, and there's a bomb in the box office, or it just doesn't work. But you know, you could tell that they really have the ideas mapped out and bring it along <clears throat> as slowly as they need to. Take their time and make sure that they're always telling you a compelling story so shout out to marvel captain marvel was great uh spider-man far from home again was really really well done the um the battle scenes were amazing the story was great uh, uh it's just you know and then they almost had the the fallout between sony and marvel where marvel didn't sony and marvel couldn't come up with the deal and a drunk Tom Harlan called crying. Both <laughs> they fixed it up, but it was it's great to see that they're able to fix that up. Um, some movie, some movie, some t- sorry, some movie. I just did movies. The some t- uh, television moments too. Um, if you haven't watched Cerebro on HBO, I mean the series you need to watch that. It's based on a true story. It will tear you apart just to see exactly what happened and what went down. That's one. Uh, we ended Game of Thrones finally. A lot of people didn't like the way that went. I was okay. I didn't think it was the greatest, but man, it was. It's done anyways. So what do we care? Um, another thing is, how do you expect them to end it? If they end it too good, the studio's gonna throw way more money for them to do more. They have to end it horribly, so it just ends. That's what I feel about endings. Um. Yeah, what else happened? And I think those are like those are pretty big. I think The Watchmen was another big one for HBO. I think um, we're kind of looking back, and I was looking at different shows and like like hits and misses for all like networks. But I think the network that's had the most hits probably in the last ten years. Is FX and FXX. Like, the the shows that they've put out um, have been absolutely amazing. I don't think they've missed one time. I think, well, I mean, there's a miss. I can't really say that they haven't missed one time. But they've, they've always been on the ball. It's never been, there's never been a time when they've, they've, like, the shows are on point, like, from... 
um, from Atlanta to American Horror Story, Better Things, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Mr. In-Between, Snowfall, Sons of Anarchy, The Assassination of Giovanni Versace, The Mayans MC, The Americans. The Americans is probably one of the best shows on TV. The Americans. Uh, Legion, Baskets, Taboo, to name a few. Like, these are shows like, this is, this is, um, they've done such a great job. They got, and they did A Christmas Carol, which was a great uh, four-hour epic for Christmas. It was, it was, it was, they've, they've had a good, great run. I mean, I really, really liked it. Like, you know, other things that happened, I, I really, really like. So other things that happened, some music stuff, uh, Bradley Cooper and, and Lady Gaga sang Shallow on the TV. Oh, no, yeah, they definitely sang it on the TV. When they sang it together on, um, I think it was the Grammys, or the Oscars, Oscars, and sang it at the Oscars, that was a great, um, I think, uh, moment on, of te- on television. And, um, yeah, so it's been, a, it's been a great year, and it's been, it's been a great uh, decade as well. You know, let's not frown upon the, the decade. Um, I mean, I mean, I, f- I feel like 2000, I, I, cause when I did decade and I was looking through movies, I was like, do I do 2010 or do I do 2009 to 2019? I felt 2009 because I felt like when I looked at some of the movies that came out at that time, I felt that it set up, um, for what came out 10 years later. I mean, if if Avatar doesn't come out, do Marvel movies take that step forward with CGI, right? If you didn't have the Hangovers, Hangover movie, do you, do you uh, the success of that movie open up a success for, like, drunken debauchery movies, Girls' Night Out, Girls' Trip, Project That? You know, like, there's so many movies that spawn from these movies, and it's like how cinema plays out in 10 years, and because Marvel was so high on the CGI and 3D movies, it made people in technology really work hard to make the next best thing. And then you get the aging technology in The Irishman. And that, that again, is, a, is, a, is due to just the, um, the, the work and the hard work of the people that are making these films. And... I didn't want to put a list and list them together, but I will say this, that the last 10 years have been incredible in, in cinematic movies, movies that just came theater first, and even streaming movies on the other side, television shows that are network TV shows that are on television and streaming TV shows, they've all hit strides that they've never thought they've had to. The competition is breeding a lot of success and it's great for the, con- the consumer. I feel like it's also opened a lot of doors. It's also opened a lot of doors for, for young directors, young writers, 
people that have might they have not gotten the chance the way the old structure was built because there's always so much that can come through now it's content is king and everybody's looking for good content you're able to find home somewhere as long as it's what you're doing is good and it could work so that to me is very 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 important as well um so i'm hoping that these things build up the future cinema for the next 10 years to come i'm gonna post you know some of my favorites over the last 10 years um on my instagram page if you ask me about one movie i would say that everybody should have watched like should watch besides the big ones that you know is this one called snowpiercer it's one of my favorite movies i talk about it all the time i think it's incredible i think the i think the way it was done the way it was set up just the way it works i think it was incredible i think they basically took what society is and turned it and showed you it in a small confined space and you get to live it through these people and man so Snowpiercer it's on Netflix I think it's also on Amazon and they are actually turning it into a TV series which they couldn't do without ruining it so hopefully they don't and that's it man I wanted to let everybody know I don't think I'm going to put out another episode before the new year so I want to wish everybody a happy new year um, all the best in 2020. Uh, if I do put out an episode, it probably will just be a, a, a mix for everybody to listen to going into the new year. So as a, as a gift from uh, my friend uh, DJ Jay Dunaway. Yeah, and that's about it, man. We're going to be back. We'll be back in the new year and we'll be talking about some new shit. You know what I mean? Um, like I said, everybody, if you're setting goals for yourself, assess accessibility, be assess yourself, be accountable, be present, and most importantly, be yourself. And with that, I'm out. <laughs>